most awkward thing I ever saw with Mark Henry, or one of the most, was uh, Elimination Chamber from a few years ago when the door fell off and like the commentary is selling it like, oh my gosh, those are bulletproof doors. And then the door just falls off and Mark Henry was like, now what do I do? <laughs> then Dolph Ziggler, bless him, he was running around, he was being a real ring general, like do that, you could tell he was sort of calling the match on the fly. But yeah, Mark Henry was just like, do I stay in? Do I go out? And you can tell he was almost like looking for like the refs. Like, pretending yeah. there's a laser field. Oh, who knew? Uh, it was just the most awkward thing because you could just tell everyone was like, oh Christ. You could tell Vince was probably back in Gorilla just like head in his hand. <laughs> You've been on the roster for 10 years. Come on, Mark. Everybody to the Top Marks Wrestling Podcast. I am here with Imran the Hitman Mirza. Hello. Rowdy Witch Roth. Hello. Booker TJ. <laughs> Hello. Sorry. <laughs> well, I had to come up with that one on the spot. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. And Stone Cold Sean Sunderland. Hello. How you doing? On today's podcast, we are going to be talking about heels and faces and the effective death of them. Why is it so difficult for the WWE to create a face? And do you feel that effective heels is a thing of the past? Do the fans decide? Ooh. Um, I was just going to say, with regards to... <laughs> what was that? I feel like I'm at school. Well, it's top marks. Um, I feel that the revival proved that heels can still get effective old-school heel heat if done right. And... In the same vein, Sami Zayn has shown, like with his quest when he was in NXT to become NXT champion, shows that a face could still get it. However, though, on the opposite end of the coin, Sami Zayn's match with Kevin Owens, I think the crowd, half the crowd rooting for Owens, especially when he was powerbombing the crap out of him, I think that kind of spoilt it a bit. But maybe, yeah, it plays into what you were saying, yeah. Well, I think the main example... And uh, we have to go here first, is Reigns. Yeah, Yeah. because that's, I think they're trying to book him, and everyone on the internet would say the same, that they're trying to book him like a Hogan, like a Cena, and that, I mean, they're lucky it even worked for Cena in his time, because let's be honest, Smarks have been around since ECW, so it's sort of, they're lucky it worked then, so there's no way in hell it's going to fly now. Like, it would maybe work if their, their target audience was under 10, but if your target audience goes from, say, four to 60, hmm. and now, every, as people say, everyone is the internet wrestling community now, just yeah. because everyone in at least first world countries have the internet. Yeah. So... I think it's a big part of it, isn't it? Like, inter- yeah. Internet is, is a huge... Like, it's the loss of kind of... Characters and, and <laughs> actually, like, believing what's going on and stuff like that. Um, and, yeah, just, like, everyone who's in the audience has been online and kind of joins in the conversation... And even if, if, if they're able to develop their own point of view without necessarily having the influence of the internet, they may actually quite like the guy. Like, I quite like the guy. I think he's all right. I, I, I think he's been quite unfairly treated. Um, Who reigns? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so. I think, like, um, booking-wise, yeah, no one likes some guy who's just going to destroy everyone no matter what. That's a bit annoying. Having said that, I loved Ultimate Warrior and he was kind of like, you know, yeah. we're just like, <laughs> everyone. That was his gimmick. So that, yeah, exactly. So having a gimmick, and he, but he was cool about it. Uh, he, was, he, was, he was badass. That's a that's an error thing though. Like Baltimore Warrior now, yeah, maybe it yeah. wouldn't. It would slide at all, would it? That's, uh, that's what I was going to go into. I think to this issue or this problem seems to go back to probably just before the start of the Attitude Era, when you did have kind of clear heels, baby faces. You know, people knew where you know who the good guys were, who the bad guys were, and then after that, everything kind of got blurred into one. You know, you had lots of anti heroes running around. The bad guys were getting cheered. Yeah. People were doing, you know, bad stuff and good guys were getting, you know, 
run over, but they were still getting booed. It was all, it all everyone basically got confused through that area, and everyone just started cheering for the bad guys. And they were, it just, yeah, 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 it just yeah. became one big grey area. And I think all the, what we're seeing now is they, the problem that they've got now is because they've created that atmosphere already. Fans are looking for the next big anti-hero, or and there are other things as well in play. I think a lot of people are more into guys that can actually wrestle really well whether they're yeah. good or bad guys who, are, yeah, yeah guys who are good on the mic whether they're good or bad you know it's someone just coming out and smiling and you know just just standing up and raising their arms that doesn't cut it anymore you've got to be funny you've got to be clever you've got to be witty you've got to be, have really good uh, in-ring skills that's kind of where I think it also ties into relative to fans sort of not liking being told who to yes, like exactly and I yeah. think Nobody the Rumble yeah I think with the Rumble was it 2015 hmm. that in my opinion is what destroyed Reigns they yeah. were everything about that, it was, that was the only moment. strategized yeah. thing they brought the Rock in for the save at the end they got rid of Dolph Ziggler and Daniel Bryan super early to everyone would forget about and them. And then when Bryan went and the next guy coming in was Goldust with the shattered dreams yeah. on the title <laughs> And it's like, yes, we know you're trolling us. <laughs> yes, we're very aware. To me, that's specifically what destroyed him. Yeah. And I just yeah. don't, I, I guess he, he must sell a hell of a lot of uh, merchandise yeah. because I'm like, just turn him heel because you've just... I think he's great. I really, really like yeah. him. I don't he's a like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's got he's so got much potential. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got a wonderful match. He's got he's had, he's had a brilliant year yeah. and and last. And he's year got as great well. great presence. You yeah, know, good he's character. got all the tools. He's got, yeah, he's physically. got all the tools. Stuff. Physically, yeah. 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 I mean, his in ring wrestling still a bit. He's good. He's, he's, he's better than average. I yeah, I tell you, he's not phenomenal. He's no Daniel Bryan. No, he can put on a good match though, and he can he can main event. But I think the thing is, it's a little bit goofy with him because. They have him doing the same moves, like the big clotheslines and yeah. the Superman punches. And I don't think he needs that. And right. I don't. I think that actually harms him. But it feels like a lot of those matches, they book him with these really ridiculously over-the-top moves. He doesn't do anything particularly technical. But you know he can, if, if he was allowed to. I think, yeah, I mean, I've seen him like sometimes mix it up where he's thrown in some high-flying moves in as well, which yeah. like caught me by surprise. And you're right, I think they could perhaps mix up his moveset somewhat but I think you are right it goes back to um, that Royal Rumble and I think he's in <laughs> he's in such a bad place because you know as you were watching um, Survivor Series last night and yeah. he was getting absolutely mm. destroyed it and, it, and it almost seems now like people savage. are doing it not necessarily because they hate him just because it's, it's now a thing. Yeah. 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 the same yeah. way it was with Cena when he Definitely. was getting like, yeah. booed and like, yeah. you know Cena sucks and that kind of stuff it's now done as a thing just because it's a thing rather than he's actually done anything wrong yeah, yeah which yeah. is harsh but then he's been then it's been quite recently as well like he's been losing quite he's been losing clean yeah. I think it's more of a that's punishment punishment yeah if you take away the fact that it's punishment and actually just, yeah. it was a storyline based thing yeah just, you know he has been losing clean I think it's more well round sorry no, no, it makes say, him more well rounded doesn't yeah, it yeah it's also I think I forgot what I was going to say but um with the way he's being booked as well I think that they kind of went about it all wrong we were saying before about turning him heel mm-hmm. so I think it was Max Landis who actually went on and said the way he should have been booked is this almost like Goldberg this kind of show yeah. up win yeah. bugger off don't and it's say, like if, yeah that. if I if I was booking him I'd book him in a similar kind of way where he is kind of the big brother, the protector of the faces. So he very rarely wrestles. So it's like Hogan back in the day where him wrestling is a big deal. Mm. And I'm fancy booking, which everyone <laughs> always winds people up. But I just have him come out and like, oh no, everyone loves Dean Ambrose and he's in trouble. Reigns comes in and just smashes everyone. Like does an enforcer. Type yeah, like an enforcer. Is the Superman that they want him to be and then he buggers off. And it's like, oh, when are we going to go see him wrestle? Pay you nine ninety nine and see him wrestle at. Well, then how are you going to have him as reigning world champion? Which is obviously well. This is it. You don't. If booked well, you don't even need him to be these days. Look look at Enzo and Cass. Enzo and Cass have never been tag team champions. Yet they've been. They were the most popular tag team in NXT almost the entire time they were there. They're ridiculously over on the main roster. I mean, even now, like because with the larger crowds that Raw give you compared to the super smarky, super specific crowds of NXT they're like oh we're getting kind of bored of him and oh cat big cast can't promo especially because he's next to like one of the best guys in the business so he can't promo as well and blah 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 blah. but I think you can you don't need the belt nowadays it's like they want him to be like that he can be like that and they can give him the belt maybe and just take it because like Brock doesn't have the belt now and he's still 
probably the most over guy on the roster. But that's also because he's Brock Lesnar. Uh, I, think, I, think, <laughs> I think people are pretty sick of Brock as well. I think yeah. last night kind of proved that. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I think it's just it, it reached that tip. I think that and, uh, Randy Orton fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just didn't work. Yeah, yeah. and there was it no ongoing really storyline. Yeah. yeah, and there was no ongoing storyline to bring it back. Yeah, so you were like, I think they had a few um, house matches. Yeah. Orton. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. you never had a satisfying ending and it didn't really yeah. it just felt like they just make sense. put it together at the last minute yeah yeah exactly well, no I do agree that the crowds are definitely they are starting to turn because they're not yeah. really do- he's just this unstoppable guy I almost said unstoppable chap which is very really interesting <laughs> <laughs> this unstoppable <laughs> chap that just shows up and it's like no one on the roster can make a dent but to go to the flip side of the coins one of the things I do love is the fact that um, Owens came into NXT with virtually no backstory, mm. no nothing. He's just Absolute, Sami Zayn's mate. Yeah, <laughs> Sami Zayn's friend on the indie circuit absolutely destroys his best friend, takes the title, then comes up, is probably the most one of the most outspoken heels, one of the best on the mic, and the fans absolutely freaking love him. That's I mean, brilliant. it's just incredible. It's just. He's just got it. He's just got it, and he's so <laughs> over. And putting Jericho with him, yeah, it, it's just that must superb. have been last, and that can't have been planned. That must have been like, well, initially maybe they planned it for like you know we'll, we'll see what happens mm. or whatever. But then it just the yeah, way it's yeah. exploded could not have been predicted, could not have been planned. It's just I get the feeling it's it was, the best thing that's happening wrestling for ages. Yeah. I get the feeling it was one of those ones where they wanted uh, Owens to just be with someone a bit more experienced mm. on the bigger stage, and you know you know, attempt to kind of push him to the next level. And it's just worked brilliantly. And I think this goes back to what I was saying earlier is, you know, whether he's heel or face, you know, they could turn him tomorrow and, and he'd still be massively over. And they could turn him back and he'd still be massively over. And it's because he has all of the tools, you know, he can wrestle a really, really good match. His match against Sami Zayn mm. uh, just before the brand split. was out of this world. He's really, really, really funny. But the best thing on, on Raw at the moment the good thing is also is Rollins they've made him they, the most smooth transition to face mm. ever without really drawing attention to it without any real I don't know I think it's, it's there have been a few juddery moments for me really? yeah okay. there have been a few moments where it's they've, it's been relatively bump free but there have been a few things where he's tried to do a little bit of what Reigns tried to do which tried to be funny as opposed to just being funny right. and I think there's a difference like Owens and Jericho are just funny they're just natural yeah, and they, yeah, they yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. to try too hard to in what they're doing whereas yeah. sometimes I've noticed um, Rollins is like with like with the, the sparkle yeah. crotch sparkle thing crotch, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when someone's trying to be like funny and when, they, when they're trying to be funny and they're trying to push something you'll notice they repeat it again and yeah. again yeah. and again and it's it Works like the rain sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah. yeah. So and, and I think it's it's been mostly, but it's. I think for me, I think you are right. I think things. it started off it was seamless, and, yeah. and recently it's been a little bit. Trying to be a bit too smart because the only only indicator that he was a face for a while was the fact that he would be in the same ring as Reigns and just not mm-hmm. and not. <laughs> and they just sort of like stare at each other down for ten minutes. And be like, I've been thinking like. I'm, I, at what point did he turn face? Because apart from being know. over, that's not what that doesn't make you a face. Because yeah. Kevin Owens is over and popular, yeah. but he's not a face. But at what point did he become a face? Because when he returned, he was very adamant of "screw all of you." That's exactly. Yeah. 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 He was, yeah. was, 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 was just like, "Oh, you, you're cheering for me yeah. now," and then he, he F you all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, I, think, I think this goes into you know the the blur, massively blurred lines between heels and faces. Now mm. it's you know it's kind of making that transition is I think the only difference is probably that he's not been having a go at the audience yeah. I, think that's, I think that maybe is the difference between yeah. the heels and the face he's still very anti-establishment because when he came back he was and and other things like he's not getting the backing of Steph anymore that, those sorts of yeah, little but why, as, as a fan but, why would I cheer him because he's not getting that backing do you know what I mean like I, I well, prefer definitive moments when someone makes that I'd, transition I'd yeah. 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 so they completely fucked up on his return that's when everybody they should have made him a face and the was like so anticipated yeah. I still think one of my if fake... he came back and was just a face then it would have been like he'd have been like, everyone would have cheered him it was great and then mm. he came they had that video package as well 
to like showing oh, his rehabilitation out, yeah. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah. back his childhood and he's like and oh, I was just smart like audience. you guys yeah. no, no, so the, the reason audience. he didn't is because they were setting up for quite a long feud with Finn Balor with Finn Balor oh, yeah. so I yes. think they had to keep him so, yeah. healed for that and it was only because because um, Balor was going to be the big face wasn't he he was of, yeah of exactly. brand and then yeah. he, he and I think they, they just got yeah. to the point they lost Balor and they had too many uh, heels and not enough faces. Mm. And I think that's when they turned that way. Because if you think Pretty about point, it... Pretty actually, yeah. I forgot about yeah. I forgot we even existed, fellas. Yeah. 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 Well, isn't, oh. isn't that the... No, well, three, isn't that the best three-match pro wrestling career that you could ever have? <laughs> yeah. Like, he wins Walking, the table four, defeats out. Reigns <laughs> cleanly, yeah. wins the, the first ever yeah, champion yeah, yeah. of this... You know, this level at SummerSlam, and then he's gone. I mean, what an it's, like, that was, yeah. it's incredible. <laughs> it's, that, yeah. it's going to be interesting as well because if they continue this road with Rollins and continue to make him the big face, and he gets over and he's huge and he gets the belt and things go swimmingly, and you know, if by some miracle Reigns manages to finally accept it as a face, where does <laughs> Finn Balor fit into all that when he comes back? Because he because he's had he'll. Uh, runs, hasn't he? In, oh yeah, yeah. As so, in in the uh, club or so yeah, bullet exactly. club. So I mean, do they bring him back as a face? Or I prefer him as a heel. Do you like the bring stuff... him in as a heel, like out for revenge against Rollins. I think what they intended to do was fully bring you know um, Bala and Gallows and Anderson, and that might have been heel, that might have been face, but. I think Gallows and Anderson have just been floundering. Yeah, uh, did nothing. They could do. They could do with Balor coming back and then reforming the club, and then that could be a really strong stable, actually. Yeah, when was that? Yeah, when was the last time you had a really strong heel stable like just Shield, stable. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When Shield, Shield and Wyatt. And Wyatt. Yeah. But, and that was last time it was just because how bit. At what point does a tag team become a stable when it's three men? Well, I think because can you have a two man stable? No, not really. I'd no, say it's I'd say be, it's got to be, yeah. Because otherwise, Kevin Owens and New uh, Day, <laughs> I mean, New Day is a stable, then I guess. Uh, yeah. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't see. Uh, yeah, I, that's a weird one actually. I think <laughs> I think yeah. I think it's got to be more than three and not a tag team. <laughs> not purely tag team. Not purely tag team. So more, yeah. like one of them who like, so, yeah, that's that's like from last night with the um, the Wyatts and Randy Orton. Would that yeah. that be a yeah, statement? Right? Yeah, 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 definitely. And they actually they're looked really sure. good last night. The, yeah. end, the ending to that was like really great. And Where are they going with that? I don't know, I, I but I, it's, it's got to be it's got to be a Orton like. It's got to be Orton, like, oh, stabs yeah, in the back, yeah, yeah turns on yeah, at some yeah, point. I don't know when that was. Yeah, yeah. Last night was a good way they've to push done it. Yeah. With, with Danny Bryan already. So if they do yeah. it with Orton, it's That was so weird, so weird, weird that story. time. Although, weird. I still think that's where they're going to do it, and I would love that. But I think the good thing... I don't know, I actually would. I prefer if they kept them as a strong stable, bring back Rowan, well, and just have them decimate the whole of SmackDown. Well, Orton doing... is a far better heel than he is. Oh, yeah. yeah he's yeah. so boring, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's yeah. rubbish as a... And, he, cause he's so, and you can tell he enjoys it. Like, some wrestlers just... Like Jericho, they yeah. just enjoy being a heel. And yeah. it's like if someone's this sounds so cheesy, but if someone's good at the job and they're enjoying it, especially performance like pro yeah. wrestling, it comes better. across and you want yeah. to watch them more. Definitely. Ellsworth coming in, I mean, I think at least the fans on the internet are starting to get sick of him a bit. But at least the the live crowds still do, and there's still the goodwill. So it's like, here's a guy who's definitely not the WWE physical appearance, what they like whatsoever. You can tell he was just brought in to be enhancement tougher. I think it was Braun Strowman. It was Braun Strowman. But he's an indie wrestler. But he's an indie wrestler. No, he's got experience. But it's the fact that he came in and he's like, when people, the fans were getting behind Daniel Bryan, the ultimate underdog. Mm. And it's like, this is what I was saying before about Reigns. And it's like, they were trying to book him like an underdog. And it's like, when you haven't lost and for like five years, and when you were in like FCW to Leo Kruger, you're not an underdog. Ellsworth is an underdog. No one is expecting him to win. So when he has like a competitive match with AJ Styles, and admitted like Dean Ambrose shenanigans and everything, but that was fun. And it was like, you knew he wasn't going to win, but part of you was just like, please, even if you reverse the decisions, like, just give it to him for a second, just so he can be like, yes. Yeah, that massive one finger, two fingers up, whatever country you're in. Like, to the establishment, say, look, a guy who is even more than Daniel Bryan, just not the guy. Like, this is the guy getting picked on at lunch, and now he's just walked out with a cheerleading captain or something. It's Maybe like, you realise that we're not so different to our American cousins. We, <laughs> we know, we love an underdog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We love the underdogs and stuff. Americans are normally all about, like, oh, no, we like the be- biggest and best. Well, no, they love an underdog. You know, they love it. I think they have to be very careful with how they 
book him now because I might have heard that he's now stopped taking independent bookings and they've yeah. given him a contract. Yeah. They've given him a contract. Which is worrying they need because to be that, careful. that means, yeah, yeah, which means he's going to be around for a while I'm, and they need to use him very sparingly because, like you say, if the internet's starting to turn them a little bit, but maybe eventually they could. that's going to feel to But maybe they, they could. talking about a heel turn. Yeah, if they do a heel turn <laughs> for him, that could across. be brilliant. Ambrose, <laughs> no two music on Dean Ambrose. <laughs> AJ's lackey, I guarantee it. He's going to turn then Ambrose. They can beat him up. He's like the Joker. Like, basically, I don't know, Dan, you're more into comics than me, but Batman can just beat up the Joker all the live long day. And it's like, maybe they can just use that for Elsa against like whatever face they want. It's like, you can just beat him up all day long. Yeah. I've got a question for you all. I'm going to start with Imran. What is your worst ever heel turn? Oh, I don't know. Wow. Uh, <coughs> come back to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come back. <laughs> Who wants to take this one? Ooh, I have to think about that. <laughs> I've, got, I've got so many. It's all the same <laughs> guy. <laughs> well, I don't know. Actually, I think it hasn't... Um... Big Show had about 15 there we turns, go. like, heel faced. Like, didn't he turn twice in, like, one match? Or something? Yeah. Probably, at some point. And he's, cried he's the... on a number of occasions. Yeah. But, but my one, my, my favourite one in recent times, more, more recent anyway, was when Big Show and Mark Henry started tag-teaming. And then you had the whole sexual chocolate thing. Yeah? Good times. Which, good times. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and when the crowd chanted it. And then I don't, I just don't understand how it happened. But basically, the reason Mark Henry turned on Big Show is because Big Show tagged him in a bit too hard. <laughs> Seriously, like slapped him on the shoulder. That's um, amazing. And like, and did too much kind of hugging and sort of putting his arm around him. And you just saw Mark Henry go, just get more and more annoyed with every time Big Show sort of touched him. <laughs> Bear in mind they were tag team, they're supposed to be the best mates. They had this whole really weak build up that they've been touring together for 20 years and they're like, you know, and it's Big Show that calls him sexual chocolate and starts the chant off. But no, because he tags him in a little bit too hard, they have a big falling out, then they have a really rubbish rivalry. Because it, it was right in the middle of the biggest push of Rusev and when Rusev was undefeated and he was mm. he was beating everyone mm. and he Mark Henry was being put across as the American hero again mm. suddenly they remember that he came third in weightlifting in 1984 <laughs> no he's, he was officially like legit got I'm, a ton of strongman challenges I am, I am joking I'm, I'm, it's a bit harsh but, but it's, it's when they remember this and say start doing the world's strongest man stuff uh, yeah, and it was just the most bizarre thing because they both lost to Rusev mm. and then suddenly they had to have a, a heel turn and then a really, really rubbish feud which, which sort of fizzled out after about two matches. Okay, TJ, I'm going to come to another question because we're running out of time. Uh, oh, okay. Are you ready? I, I was... Okay, go, go on. No, no, go for it. Go no, on. I was, I was get, very get. quickly going to go um, the opposite to your original question of your worst heel turn. I was going to say... Well, my worst this was my next turn. question. Okay. What's, what's, my my what's my least favourite or my favourite? So, no. so my worst face turn. Is that, is that what you're going to say? Or best face well, turn. Well, I could do my worst face turn. Or best heel turn? <laughs> well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do my worst face turn. turn. Okay, worst face turn. Go for it. Um, I'm gonna go way back to 1980 or was it 1990 something? Back to the 80s, I think it was anyway. Oh, wow. So let's yeah. just go so back it's, to the 80s. Maybe before some people sign. Um, but um, I remember when I think it was just after Hogan left to go to WCW. 93. There you go. And. Uh, <laughs> And they had the weirdest face turn for Lex Luger. Yeah! <laughs> ah, oh, I was so to, hardcore in wrestling at that time. Was that when he became the narcissist? Or no, no, that's no, when no. he became All-American. No. Yeah, so, so, I so, so that. up until this point, Lex Luger was the narcissist. He was basically an arrogant twat. He used to walk around in a massive mirror, showing off <laughs> his muscles. Everyone hated him. He was average heel. You know, he looked quite good. And then... 
just really, just completely out of the blue. They had this, what was it? It was the Yokozuna... It was the Yokozuna Body Slam body Challenge, slam challenge on, the on the USS Indianapolis yeah, aircraft carrier. So they had this massive <laughs> aircraft carrier. Yokozuna challenged anyone to come and try and body slam I remember him. this. People were rocking out. Couldn't that. do it, couldn't do it. Lex Luger turns up in a pair of um, American flag. flag. No, 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 he had American flag trousers. Oh, yeah, that's right. American flag trousers. (laughs) Rocked up, body slammed Yokozuna, and suddenly was this all-American hero out of the blue. I love that. Whereas two weeks ago, you were... They wanted to be the Hogan. Yeah, Yeah, they they wanted wanted to be the Hogan. And it was so such a swerve, and I was just like, no one's going to buy this. This is the most ridiculous thing ever. I and bought I, it. Look at his face. He loved it. I loved it. I just thought, no, I'm, I'm not having this. Because I hated him as a narcissist as well. So, yeah, yeah. I just... I, I wasn't having it. I don't think it worked, though. You might have loved the moment, but it... Oh, no, when I look back now, yeah. If I take the rose-tinted glasses off, I was like, oh, that was horrific. That was awful. But no, when I was 10, I was like, that's so cool. Oh, my gosh, he body-slammed him. The but earliest yes. one I can ever remember, and it's not, it was, it was a good, it was a good heel turn, but my earliest memory of wrestling is Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff turning on Hogan. Wow. Oh, that's really going back. That, that and don't get me wrong, I did not watch this live, but I, <laughs> I had a friend who had like a collection of, um, of video, VHS. VHS, videotapes. Videotapes. Now, this is the internet VHS. always says VHS, and I'm like, were you there? We never bloody said that. And as soon as you're comparing it to Betamax, you always said video, <laughs> videotape, or a video cassette, even. Yeah, yeah, there was no copyright thing. <laughs> yeah. from, that, from that era, I think one of the best heel turns was definitely Shawn Michaels. Oh, and I was going to say, my favourite phase turn was when he went back, was when Sid was his new bodyguard and right. he turned on Sid. And I yeah. just remember I was watching it in my room, I think it was Raw, and I was like jumping up and down and <laughs> they like, oh my God. And then when he came back, oh, I'm going to go on a rant here now. When he came back, he wrestled, I believe it was Ted DiBiase in one of DiBiase's last matches. And... I remember, I think it was Vince on commentary, and he was like, now, I wonder what kind of reaction we're going to get. And part of me, because at that point, I wasn't as smart because I didn't have the internet, but I was very aware that it was staged. And I was like thinking, I bet he asked that just in genuine, like, I wonder what kind of reaction he's going to get. The crowd goes nuts. (laughs) And he puts on like a classic Shawn Michaels where he's... this is again a 20, now 21 year old memory, 20, 21 year old memory. But he just, and that he was just messing with them, having fun. And at one point, like Ted DiBiase, he's like yelling at a fan at ringside. And Shawn Michaels just comes down and like puts his arm on his shoulder and like rings down and it's like, oh, hello. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. And I was like, this is great. Oh my God. And I ran down and told my mum and everything. And, <laughs> and she's just like, she's like that, that's great. That's great, son. Talking about Ted DiBiase, do you remember Virgil? Yes. Yeah, do you remember his his? Uh, I guess you'd call it a face, face turn when he turned on. Yeah, because yeah. I remember he used to um obviously he used to, he used to be his bodyguard, wasn't it? That was yeah, his, yeah, his yeah. Bodyguard. And I used to love how T- um, DBRC used to like put money in people's mouths. Yeah, uh, at the end of the match, and then Virgil would walk up. And just, like, <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of people noticed that. I, like, oh. I love those little touches. They're yeah, really nice. Really clever. But do you know what the final straw was? It was like SummerSlam 91, I think it was. It was yeah, one of them. I don't think it was. It was something that happened over a period of time, wasn't it? it yeah. Was like you kept he, on he, doing, he kept on doing right. making him do things. Yeah. But I think the final thing was he made him clean dog crap off his shoe or something like that. Oh, that did. And you, <laughs> it, it kind of I mean, yeah. kicked, kicked off the next time they were in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. But that was quite cool. Because, but he, he, They didn't do anything. It was cool, well, this is the, it was cool but he like was an awful wrestler. Yeah, it, <laughs> this is the problem. It was a bit like Sandow. No, no, Sandow is a good wrestler in my opinion. But the problem was once once they kind of decoupled DBRC yeah. with Virgil and Sandow from the Miz, it was like there was nothing. The heels. It's like DBRC was already in the main event, like because he was main event WrestleMania four. So he was kind of and also with his injuries building up, so they were kind of transitioning him to a manager role anyway. So really, that should have been the rub for Virgil. Mm. I have a favourite heel turn. Go. And I, it, it's attached. Oh, this is actually pretty relevant. Uh, it's attached to what I think is the best feud of all time. And it brings up the whole Whoa. what makes a face and what makes mm. a heel. Um, the best heel turn for me was Bret Hart when, during his feud with Austin. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, to me, the best feud ever. Yeah. And mm. it talks about that shift in attitude. Mm. How Bret Hart was, in essence, 
the clean cut hero who comes along and he's like, I'm I'm losing every match because people are cheating and I'm being robbed out of every single thing. It's Why organic, are you booing me? Yeah, it's the fact that it's Brett and he's so good and he's yes. like, what the hell? Yeah, yes. I completely agree. It was, yeah. That was it was my absolute favorite feud yeah. of the time, and it, it went for for months with him saying, everyone's screwing me, everyone's screwing mm. me, and you know it's kind of like in a way you think. Yeah, you're right. You are being screwed, but then everyone's like, "You're a baby. You're yeah. a whiny baby." And he's like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> <laughs> and to me, the best. Kind of best <laughs> you see, that's it. And whenever yeah, people say, "Oh, Brett can't," like Brett can't promo, I look at some of his heel yeah, promos right. in that time, and I'm like, "He can." Yeah. Like people were hating him around that time, and it's like he can't. He doesn't promo the same as like promos that I love from Hogan and Randy, so and, all good. and he can't <laughs> promo like maybe someone's more cerebral, like the guys nowadays, or like Jake the Snake or Ted DiBiase yeah. or something. But he could, like, he's not. I don't think he's as bad as people say. It's probably just yeah, compared yeah, to his yeah. in-ring ability. There was, I think, yeah. as I, I guess, I'm gonna guess as wrestling fans, we love that moment where you think, "Oh, is that real?" Yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. to me, one of the best ones that he ever had was just before it was the WrestleMania 13. Mm and uh, matched with him and Austin and then you had Undertaker going for the title against Sid and they mm -hmm. had a cage match on Raw mm -hmm. and I, I urge you to put this on YouTube because it's just it's a brilliant moment or you can watch it on WWE you can watch it but it's Brett versus Sid for the title so mm -hmm. if Brett wins then his match with Austin is a title match so Austin is helping Brett to try and get him the win so yeah. he gets a title shot and it's crazy because they in essence hate each, each other, other, but they're yeah. working together. And it's just yeah, yeah. this brilliant thing, but Brett ultimately loses. And they're taking the cage down. Do you remember this? And Vince comes yeah. in the ring and says, well, Brett Hart, I have memorized this. And he goes, no doubt you must be frustrated. And this is during his anger and everyone's screaming. Mm. And he grabs the mic from Vince and shoves his ass to the ground. And he goes, Frustrated, frustrated isn't a word for it. This is bullshit. I remember that because that was the first time they swore, yeah. and I was like, "Is this?" And that's like you said. I was like, "Is this real?" Because there was another time in his feud. Oh, it his just if I can just interrupt yeah, okay. one second yeah, because yeah. Austin appears on the screen. Austin appears on the screen, and this again, like we're doing now. Um, they, they never, people never talk over each other in promos. It's you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. They stop, and then the next one goes, and they're shouting at each other, and then he goes, "Brett, you're a loser. You're a loser." And he goes. Come down here and fight me! It's God, it's just it's just brilliant. I'm so sorry to go. No, 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 that's okay, that's okay. But that's yeah. I think that yeah, I, I think that goes back to like the earlier point I was saying about that organic change from someone being a face to a heel. I think those are those are the things that where it feels much more realistic and it feels much more natural. Mm. And the thing that's been happening with Seth Rollins is that it's kind of been a, a bit organic, but there are bits that yeah. are a bit like forced into it to kind of make you go, hey, look, he's turning face now, he's turning face now, as opposed, to, to, yeah, yeah. as opposed to it just kind of happening mm. and things just happening to make it feel a lot more natural. And I, I think that's kind of a bit of the problem that they have at the moment is that whoever's doing the writing for some of the character developments or the storylines or whatever they're not allowing things to develop naturally yeah. and they're not allowing they're, I think they're almost being a bit too controlling in what people say and what they do oh these scripted promos um, are my yeah. biggest gripe about and, and, and they're not time. allowing people to just be themselves or to find their own way to do the character because then it becomes more believable as yeah. opposed to when someone's telling you say this this and this then you just deliver your lines and then that's it I mean look at yeah, yeah. Roman Reigns I mean Suffering Succotash. I think I think uh, one of the uh, one of the better. Have you ever see him saying that uh, in real life? Um, I think one of the better heel runs that to me was one of the first heel runs that felt really organic, and I was actually kind of questioning that nowadays it might have been a tweener was when Randy Savage. Um, was with the Mega Powers, oh, yes, and then yeah. the whole Miss Elizabeth <laughs> thing, and then his promo because we all know now that Savage really doesn't like. Hulk Hogan in real life. And when you watch the promo from WrestleMania 5 now, and you just see, like, his, he's intense anyway. Yeah, he's probably yeah. intense ordering at McDonald's. But it was just like, <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, look into my eyes. It's like at WrestleMania 5 and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, when I go back and watch his promos, he's selling me an event that happened yeah. like nearly 30 years ago. And I'm like, yes, yes. There was, def there was definite real heat there as well, wasn't there? Oh, yeah. There was a jealousy thing with Elizabeth. Yeah, and yeah, 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 So there was, there was Some like, legitimate stuff going yeah. Yeah. Well, someone yeah. pointed out, it's like everyone, like, made fun of Brandy like oh you're so protective of Elizabeth and someone's like do you know what the wrestlers were like back then and if yep. she let's be honest she's yeah. really really beautiful and if it's like if that's his wife yeah. and any opportunity and yeah. it's just like you think about it it's like well I know what these guys are like I've been traveling with them for ages and I'm gonna leave my poor wife with them and yeah. Like yeah, well yeah. that that's what happened. that was her fate wasn't it yeah she hooked up with Lex Luger became a massive druggie and then, uh, 
lost their life by yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah, Big Mac, stick it. Inappropriate moment. It's like, oh, it's like, oh yeah, Miss Elizabeth and Lex Luger, Lex Luger was quadriplegic. Oh yeah, it's like what? <laughs> Sorry, I just couldn't get the McDonald's thing. Nuggets. <laughs> 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 coming back to what you're saying, TJ. Um, the whole they don't allow things to just stay and to form and to evolve. Like, because one of the things we forget, as well as the rockers being faces, and they were obviously that before so, that, that was so good. Before that incredible heel turn. Mm. Um, after that, in fact, there was uh, the Hart Foundation when Jimmy Angle and That blew my mind. Yeah. And then mm. he, he teamed with. Um, Oh, and Hart, yes. Yeah. And it was the new Hart Foundation. Yeah. And it was just like. Because then when they reformed Hart Foundation in the 90s, it was Brett Owen, Jim, oh. uh, Fine Brian Pillman, yeah. and uh, nice. Davy Boy Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, remember that. I was going to say, um, <clears throat> and a side, side note, sorry, to the uh, rockers breaking up. One of my favourite things about that whole sequence, obviously he threw him through a plate glass window, so that's obviously genius. Pretty incredible. The commentary. Exactly yeah. yeah. Oh, Bobby Heenan. Bobby Heenan. Oh, yeah. What's he said? He's like, he said, look he, at him, manager, he, he just escaped. John just came through the window. <laughs> okay, guys, we're going to have to wrap this up. Yeah. But I think we need, uh, we need a conclusion. We need some, uh, we need some opinions here. Do you think that the face is dead? Do you think the heel... No. So just very quickly, I think the most, a very recent example of a very good heel turn, which was needed and worked brilliantly, was the Usos. The Usos were... Oh, so God, so yeah. Bad. They were so bad. Oh, when were, I say you, no you are, shut the shit. fuck up. No one, <laughs> no one knew them apart. No one knew, cared anything yeah. about them. No, that's and now they are genuinely, so actually... It's so simple. They actually have a few different... Their move set changed. changed. Yeah. 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 They wore hoodies. Yeah. One of them's got a beard, bigger beard than the other. <laughs> um, they don't do, you know. One goes topless, the other one doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the things, and this is gonna, I, I get in trouble because I once criticised the uh, the Harker to uh, friends of ours who are from New Zealand. I, I love you, Benice and Shane. But what really annoyed me was their really long, drawn out beginning that involved like it's not even the full harker it's kind of like i don't know a mini harker. a mini mini version yeah. and then the when i say you you say yeah, oh, no, no, just, just like their yeah. beginning used to last like 20 minutes before the <laughs> music even kicked in but i think that they're the exact point in terms of I, I always thought for a long time I haven't liked them because I just thought it was very dated. I just thought it was very nineties and stuff like that. When the fans were turning on them, and this is the thing I don't get: the fans are turning on them. So someone in the back says it's not working, turn them heel, and they're doing brilliantly. Yeah. That should be Reigns two mm. years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. It didn't totally. like people are booing, make him a villain, and it'll, guess, it, they'll love him. Yeah, I guess the yeah. difference though is um, there's a lot. Maybe there's a lot more at stake with Reigns mm. because of the Usos. They're kind of mid card they're a tag team for starters so that yeah. kind of they all, got more freedom the, yeah that yeah gives them more freedom do you think it is merchandising that they're worried that the kids yes. won't buy the stuff I think it's a, yeah I get the feeling it's an image slash merchandising slash wanting them to be the face of the company type I don't know really. but the, we're not but, sure yeah I don't know I, th- I think he's got to go through what as another example what The Rock did go through you know go through a heel turn and then I think he'd come out the other side and yeah. be an anti-hero but Whatever he's doing now, people are just not going to buy it and accept it. Had he done it back in 2015, he, he right now, he, he'd be I massive. think he would be yeah. the biggest face. Yeah. He'd yeah. be what they wanted him to be yeah. back then. But they mm. stuck to their guns, so I don't get it. But do you have a feeling that they're going to now, that the direction they seem to be hinting at going is they're going to use Rollins to try and get Reigns over? Ambrose couldn't do it. Which is no, yeah. The Rock couldn't the rock. do it. <laughs> it's like The Rock, you can tell he's getting like PTSD flashbacks. He's like, oh my God. Die, Rocky, die. That was, <laughs> yes, that eyebrow that yeah. when he raised yeah, his hand. Yeah, that was it. And it was his eyebrow went up like, what? <laughs> 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 so, so they're going to team him with Goldberg. <laughs> and God. James Ellsworth could get him over. He's, that's the, key. Right. he's the key. That's it. Yeah, but yeah, no one can get him over. Just turn him heel. Unless yeah. he's selling loads. But, you know, for your big hero to come out to 
Universal booze. Yeah, yeah. Like they turned down the mics at WrestleMania because yeah, yeah, the crowd was there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, realistically, how much merchandise did he sell? I mean, it's not like Cena, who's, a, who's an obvious, yeah. who's an obvious yeah. merchandising magnet. What's Roman saying in night of what arm brace? Some neighborhoods around here, you know. A lot of soul glow. Yeah, there is that as So, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, merchandising wise, I'm not quite sure how that's that. No, there, there's something there. There's something which isn't there. that's not making them turn him. Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe. Like you say, maybe the ship has sailed for twenty fifth from when they should have done it in twenty fifteen, mm. and they're kind of waiting for things to fall a bit more into mm. place because he's kind of just languishing a bit. Even though he's got a belt, he's still kind of I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, he's yeah. a US champion, yeah. which yeah, you know, they they kind of... use that title to, to effectively give Rusev a leg back up because yeah. he kind yeah. of after his big push, he died um, on his ass, and then. You know, then they suddenly was like, "Oh no, let's give it to Reigns. That will make him popular." Yeah, that was Opposite a, effect. No. Yeah, and that, that should that, be the up whole, and coming title. And that whole, that whole feud with Rusev just did not work for me at all because no. went on too long. The yeah, went on like, too like, long. Like, yeah. He went in there, tried to be a smart ass. Like, yeah. Don't ever pick up a microphone again, mate. But he was the dick just, in that feud. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Like Rusev is there in the ring with his <laughs> wife. They have a wedding him, yeah. thing. I love <laughs> he's in the ring and doing this thing and then Reigns comes, comes out of nowhere it's hey just, and he pushes just, her just, face in the cage and it's basically. like yeah he was the dick in that scenario and I'm like why am I booing why would a fan boo Rusev he's defending his yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and when you book stuff like that that's when fans get confused and get annoyed and just end up hating everything because yeah. <laughs> you're like you say you got someone who's coming in and being a dick to a guy who is already a dick so then what do I do yeah. um, you're relying on instead of phobia aren't you like yeah. relying on just the whole like oh, he's not American oh yeah. that's my so, yeah. so what does that work for us yeah. over here? He's not American. Uh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they love Lana and her fake norks. Yeah, yeah. Which actually upset me. Her norks upset you or Lana upset you? Her fake norks. Oh, okay. There was just no need. Why have you got beef with her norks? Because they were great already. That must be the title of the show. Beef with Lana's norks. But no, I love Rusev. And like going back to why I love Rusev, I love... A, um, I think he can. That promo he did with the fish was hilarious. And like anyone that can be funny. Do you remember that one with the fish? He's like, I think it was when he was with. He he had broken up with Lana, and Lana was with Ziggler, and Rusev was with the criminally underused Summer Ray, and. Um, he's like, I, I got you a gift. I, I got you fish. And he's like, take, take the fish. This is before I got back into it. I, I was like, this guy's genius. And he, his selling, which, and he sells well. Like everyone yeah. talks about Ziggler selling. Really Ziggler good. kind of, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love Ziggler and he can sell them. But he kind of oversells sometimes. Was, like one of the bits where I, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, it was one of the bits that really yeah. stuck out to me early on with Rusev was in his feud with, feud with Jack Swagger, the way he sold the ankle lock and mm. stuff like that. And I was like, it was old school, 80s yeah. selling. And it was like, no, 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 he's busted my ankle. And he, yeah. it, oh, it, he's a, I think he's good. I think he's really good in the ring, yeah. I think he should be, for me, he should be... He should be higher up. a lot stronger than yeah, he is. He should, he should have up. never been put in a feud of Reigns unless he was going to beat Reigns. Unless he was going to win. He needs to win a feud. He needs to, yeah. He, he, he was a really good US champion because you knew he was US champion, whereas Reigns is like, oh, got a belt. We got no US title. Exactly. It's so, like you were world champion at WrestleMania less than a year yeah. ago. And even even though Reigns has got the US title, it's, he doesn't seem to be defending the title against people of that level. Yeah. He seems yeah. to still be kind of hanging around yeah. with like with Kevin. Mm-hmm. He seems, it's like, he's still kind of in that picture, but then he's got the US belt. And you're like, well, look, yeah. just... The reason why you've given that belt is to take him away from it and let him fight with some other people and build himself again. So, okay, I think that the Usos has kind of proved the point that there are still good heel turns. Definitely. But do you think that there are any good faces who have started as a face and will remain a face apart from Sami Zayn? Bailey! I was just about to say apart from Bailey. <laughs> I, I will go there now and I say, I'll say, I don't understand Bailey. I don't know what the appeal is. I don't get her. <laughs> I've only seen her very briefly. I've not. It was, I, I didn't really follow NXT. So, and, I, yeah, I think, NXT and I think this is a testament to the attitude of the current day wrestling fan. Is that you know? Do we actually want clear cut heels and faces? 
I don't or do we want do we want people that kind of sit in a grey area? Do we do we want tweeners? I think we can have do both. We want, do we want? I think we can well, have no, both. No, I, I agree. We want we, we can have both, but do, I mean, by and large, do the modern day wrestling fans like say back in the eighties, you had your clear cut heroes, you had your clear cut villains. Nowadays, it's all a bit of grey area. People are swinging back and forth, uh, sort of. And uh, <laughs> but it's um, hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, 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 <laughs> all sorts of stuff going on. But it's um, you know I think. I don't think that people... Well, okay, no. I don't want to generalise the whole crowd, but I think that a large part of the audience now wants that grey area. They want... They don't they want, want to be told. Yeah, they don't want to be told. Yeah, exactly. And Bailey is a very much in your face, look, I'm a face, I'm happy, I'm smiling. And she's lo- everyone loves and she's, Yeah, no, and, and a large, oh, large portion of the crowd love her and she's like massively over. How long that will last now that she's in the big leagues, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because, like you say, you know... She was did great in NXT. She's come out. She's super popular. Well, I think when she first came out, she got a huge pop, and then things kind of tailed off a little bit. And she seems to be getting up a bit more momentum again. But I don't know how long that but, but happy, happy, smiley thing's gonna gonna get last. Over but she thing, seems yeah. to be. She was like the female equivalent of Zayn. She would. She was the underdog. She kept fighting, kept fighting, kept trying, kept losing, and eventually won. And there was such a big pop when she won. Just yeah. like. When Zayn finally beat uh, Neville, another terrible mishandling of yeah. uh, booking there. But what? At the moment. At the moment. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah I thought you meant then. No, no, no. no, 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 no. When was the last time you saw Neville? Uh, well, he was injured. Oh, he was injured for oh, quite yeah, a long he's, time. He's, he's Has he gone down to the come back. where he is? Oh, no, yeah. yeah. He came back to Raw, but then I saw him have a couple of matches. He had a tag team <clears> match with Zayn, actually, uh, in one of the... Uh, takeoff shows before I think was it SummerSlam or one of the one of the pay-per-views he had like a tag team match I think it was the last time oh, I saw him on the pre-show him. yeah on the yeah. pre-show and I yeah, he, think he's supposed to, I heard that he might be going to the Cruiserweights but I'm not sure I don't know he lost to, I think the last time he lost to Owens which was a bit unfortunate because they put him against Owens and they've obviously had so many matches already and you kind of knew that the way they're booking Owens they're not going to let him yeah. drop a match against anyone at the yeah. moment so maybe Rollins whatever yeah. but yeah so it's been a bit unfortunate because I'm, I'm a really big fan of him mm. but that whole but that whole storyline you know was was awesome I mean it, it they genuinely did sell both Bailey and Zayn the same way as the old as the underdog kept getting beat kept getting mm. back up and the crowd kind of loved them because of that and I think there's something similar going on with uh, Forgotten his name. Apollo Cruz. <laughs> Ty Dillinger. Yeah, something going on with Ty Dillinger because you know in NXT, unlike WWE, mm. when a, when a match finishes, there's very little focus on the wrestler who's who's been pinned, mm. who's broken or whatever. You know, you might sometimes see them slope off in the background or get beaten up on the way out, but very rarely. Does anyone care about who's been beaten? They only care about who's won. I like the way they put him over as um, someone trying to make their name here in NXT. That's usually how they say it. Like, yeah. oh, this is Brian Johnson, young man trying to make his name here in NXT against the Authors of Pain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but with, with Ty Dillinger, he, um, he lost to Bobby Roode. Mm. And it was a pretty decent match, I thought. Mm. But right at the end, it was, it was so interesting because the crowd, he's so over with the crowd. The crowd were... Uh, cheering for him and he got up holding his neck and actually start apologised to all the crowd and did a really slow walk out everyone assumes he's going to the main roster now because everyone thinks it's like an apology to say yeah. you know it, it was mm. you know and I think because Ty Dillinger isn't the most I don't know he, he's never been booked that strong mm. in NXT he's always been kind of he's he's always been booked mid card but he's always had, he had talent like he used to be in a tag team with I believe it was Jason Jordan and even then, you could see both of them, like, uh, here we go again, they have it. Like, you could tell when I was watching, I was like, when they were like, I think when I started watching, they were a jobber tag team. But I was like, whoa, especially Ty Dillinger. I was like, he's really good. Yeah. And it was just, okay, so what are they going to do with him after they broke up? And then he turned heel with the perfect 10, and Jason Jordan partnered up with the glorious tag team with Chad Gable. <laughs> glorious. I guess, I guess it, like, you know, in terms of, you know, how Bailey, as a pure face, is going to do, it's all down to booking, isn't it? It's how, And I think this could be where, potentially, they may trip up, because 
I actually don't think they should have split the women in the tag team divisions. I think they should have put them on each show. Mm, yeah. As opposed to... Because then I, I think... Because for me, I don't think... As much as SmackDown is a better show for me and Raw's, a, and Raw's whatever Raw is, um, I just think they could have had a real clear differentiation between the two if they'd had women's division and some of the men in one and the cruiserweights in Raw mm-hmm. and in tag and then other men in SmackDown. I think it would have given people a reason to actually care about the brands, whereas now they're kind of... You're going to get the same feuds again and again. Yeah, it's exactly. difficult to yeah, actually and kind yeah, of and build it. Yeah, and both, like, especially the women's division, it's so thin. Yeah, yeah. You know, to split it out, it's like, unless you want to call up another, like, five people from NXT, which is going to wipe out their women's division. And they're not ready. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. So... Uh, yeah. And also, you kind of think about the Carmella heel turn. Now, I think... She works quite well as a heel, yeah, but there was no backstory. It came from nothing, and the hatred yeah. of um, Nikki Bella. Is it Nikki Bella? Yeah. yeah Do you know where that came from? Where? Um, on her debut, uh, on Carmella's debut, Nikki came out. Uh, no, that was it. I think they were wrestling on the same card, and Carmella came out, and it was her first match. Nikki came out and got a bigger pop than her, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Bearing in mind, Nikki's been around for way longer than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very perspective. It's a very thin pretext, but I, I kind of glad they did it because they were trying to make her like Enzo. Yeah, and she's not that good on the mic, and the crowd never went for it. So I think turning her heel. It made sense as well because, especially getting to work with someone as experienced as Nikki as well, it made a lot more sense. Although it did. Surprised me just how much she was beating Nikki up when she first turned up. Yeah. She was dragging her around all over the shop, and like that happened quite a lot before Nikki managed to get one back on her. So I thought, mm. which is strange because you know, then take someone like Naomi and you know Summer Rae, who've been around a long time. They've never really. It's been so long since they've got that kind of exposure yeah. or yeah. been able to beat anyone. Uh, the, the first podcast we did, it took us the entire show to remember Summer Rae's name. Yeah, Will was gutted. Will was like, <laughs> I know this, I know this. <laughs> she was great on um, the JBL and Cole show when it was Cody Rhodes and Wade Barrett. For my money, that's the best thing the WWE's done in fucking years. Like, <laughs> so, that was so glorious right when they were on there. And on that conclusion, you've been listening to the Top Marks Wrestling Podcast. Tune in soon for episode three. Thanks a lot. No, that sounds horrible. Just go with what you want. See, this is what happens when people get scripted. I know. Just go with the first one and cut me off. No, it's alright. On that final conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> you are taking the piss.